Hi, Mel and Ollie. Thank you for my Obie Award. And what do I win? Do I win my dollar back? I'd like to thank Junior Parker for making it possible to win. And I'd like to thank my mum for taking me to Junior's. Bye, adventurers. Stay safe. Welcome to episode 287 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spike and I'm joining once again from Dharawal country. How are you this week, Ollie? And have you ordered your ugly buff? (laughs) I'm actually in the process of just placing my order, Mel. So uh, I have uh, had the note written on my hand to complete the order. Uh, I don't want to miss out and I'm looking forward to having an extra neck warmer because it is getting cold. Uh, I trust you've ordered? I have, yes, Mm. and did actually pack a couple of my ugly buffs from previous years in my suitcase this last weekend when I travelled. They kept my wrists very nice and warm. It's funny that I had not typically worn the ugly buff on the wrist but i found myself the last two park run days wearing it on my wrist and um i blame monty yes <laughs> monty slave yes uh, he started that, a fashion trend yeah for those that haven't seen monty's posts in dazzers um they will pop up and note the wrist note the buff <laughs> Thanks for the inspiration. It's funny how a wrist warmer can keep your hands warm. Oh, it keeps my whole body warm, Mel, and just on one wrist. I mean, that's all I need. <laughs> doesn't make sense, but nor do I that often. So Superpowers. Yeah, but to answer your question otherwise, uh, I am, I'm pretty well, thanks, Mel. I'm a little tired, but you know, happy tired. What about you? Well, uh, actually, I'm quite good. Not so tired. I am becoming accustomed to long drives on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. I don't feel that I'm ever in a position to complain about the uh, the long commute to a park run. That's for sure. <laughs> but Ollie, Shell Harbour, last minute cancellation, which is sad, but this allowed you to adventure. So you need to tell us all about it. Yeah, so this wasn't some elaborate scheme. I I didn't try and cancel just for my own purposes here. But, yeah, due to a combination of circumstances, prior rain, wet ground, and a few vehicles that had been out totally innocently on one of our hills, the track was unpassable. I'd been out a couple of times the day before and I could barely stand up. So I think enough's enough and just had to make the call for everyone's safety. I know we've got a lot of dedicated parkrunners out there that can safely take on a course, but when you add up all those risks, I had to make the call. And difficult as that was, yeah, that gave me an opportunity to go and adventure to a course that I had been looking forward to enjoying for some time, ever since I did it on the longest run last year. So I jumped in the car relatively early, nothing like your advance commute, Mel, but (laughs) yeah, just a bit over an hour's drive from my place up uh, over the highlands, I suppose, up to the the northwestern edge of Darwell country to lovely Camden and Cow Pasture Reserve Park Run in Camden specifically, which um, 
I can't recall who, if anyone, has profiled it. I'm sure we've talked about it on the pod before, but it is a, a gorgeous, simple out-and-back concrete path course with undulations, not, I would say, as undulating as Bellarif. Um, so uh, there's a point of reference there, Mel, which I would call relatively flat. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm trying to change my terminology because I don't want to be misleading. And... It was lovely. Uh, modest number of park runners, uh, a very colourful group celebrating a couple of milestones in rainbow colours. So it was great to jump in and take the photos and see them coordinate very well the colours of the rainbow uh, and sing. The song always helps to, to work out what the order is. But um, had a great park run, managed my fastest time of the year. So that what? was a highlight uh, by one second. Oh, nice. Uh, I must add, wasn't. You know, it wasn't that groundbreaking. Um, had a chat with a couple of volunteers, a few of whom, again, I had met at the longest run and um, just felt really welcome. And it's lovely to see Cow Pasture Park Run getting back on their legs after you know, the floods of the last couple of months. Uh, again, not as devastating as we've seen up with our Queensland and northern New South Wales cousins, but certainly they were hit and still some of the damage around. So, Great to see them out and enjoying their course after all of that damage. How did you go with other things like bingo numbers or Wilson indexes? Zilch, really. Kind of failed in the long the long game. And uh, I had a chat to um, Paul. So a shout out to Paul. Uh, so Paul Willen. Hello, Paul. And my planning game felt very much underdone when I was working through his plan uh, right up to you know, 50 events, uh, which <laughs> uh, he does have a um, visit to Shell Harbour planned. Unfortunately, I'm going to be away, but nonetheless. Yeah. But, yeah, he had the, the Fibonacci, the primes and everything, and my spreadsheet is much smaller than most others. I know somebody that can help you with that. <laughs> yeah. I think I need their help, Mel, so uh, <laughs> I, I look forward to that. I can help you with that. Yes. Goodness me. So, Lovely time. Got to stop past the cafe. The cafe, uh, I think it's um, Jellies. Uh, I'll be corrected on that if I've gotten it wrong. Went there on the longest run for breakfast last year and it was good to be back there. Lovely. So uh, shout out to the cafe too. Sounds good. Mm. What about you, Mel? How was your park run day? Well, on Saturday, I took a mother-daughter road trip with Zoe to our nation's capital, Canberra, on Ngunnawal country to run Mount Ainsley Park Run and become a capitalist at last. This had been my 2020 Park Run goal before COVID ruined all our fun. <laughs> Long car trips are actually really great opportunities for conversations with your children as they are captive audiences <laughs> and often open up in this non-confrontational environment. This is from my experience, so don't go looking for any controlled studies or systematic reviews. <laughs> it was event 163 and I I was one of 33 participants to show up in the wet conditions. The ACT has seven events and this was the last one I needed to tick off, which I had deliberately saved for last as word going around was that it was a fantastic trail event and it sits directly behind the Australian War Memorial, adding to its appeal for me. I had planned to encourage Zoe to the start-finish line area and to perhaps support the event team, but as it was raining and she was recovering from a week off school with illness, I chose to let her stay in the warm car while I set off to find some familiar flags. 
Fortunately for me, I quickly discovered R.D. Arthur setting up a flag at the beginning of a short trail that leads to the start and happily followed him, grateful that plans were going along well so far. As the volunteers gradually arrived, it seemed numbers would be lower than normal due to the wet conditions, and Volunteer Sky happily obliged me with a photo in the selfie frame. The course is an out-and-back trail, which, despite being undulating, has a general upward elevation on the way out, making for a less strenuous return. The overnight rain meant many puddles and a slippery surface which was stressed by Arthur, and although I tried to skirt the water, it was inevitable that some just required splashing through, and amazingly, I succeeded in keeping myself from joining the stack club. Towards the end, I chatted to local Elise, who I interviewed afterwards along with Beck and Queensland tourist Steve Amor, and also adventurer Chris Ruse, who was also visiting from Karkarook in Victoria. So, Ollie, we might go straight to my audio now. Okay, I'm here at the finish line. I have found Steve, Elise and Beck. Hello, everybody. Hey. <laughs> I'll start with Steve. You are quite a well-known tourist from Brisbane. World tourist as well, I believe. Uh, yes, I've done nine countries. Nine countries, Pycons. Excellent. What brings you to Mount Ainsley? I was here for work, so I thought I'd stay an extra day and just do an ACT Pycon. Is it your first one in the ACT? Yep. How did you find the course? Muddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit wet underfoot, wasn't it? It was a bit clay, very clay, but it was a good course. Excellent. What you got planned next week? No idea. I don't plan ahead that far. Ah. Some new park on. I was a couple up North Shore, uh, Sunshine Coast, haven't done. Okay. And you got first finisher today? Yes. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> and you saw a kangaroo? Many kangaroos. Yep. I must have been blind. I think my glasses fogged up and I couldn't see very well. Uh, and I've got Beck and Elise. So, Elise, what was the group you told me you were part of? The ACT Women's Adventure Group. And you're taking part soon in a... Uh, relay, three-day relay event. It's called Capital to Coast. And nice. Uh, yeah, so we're making a relay team because we don't want to do it by ourselves and we're going to have <laughs> a lot of fun running all weekend. Do most of the group park run as well? It's a really diverse group, so we're part of the running subgroup, but there's ladies who <laughs> kayak, ladies who oh. bushwalk, ladies who ski, mm-hmm. and we all sort of post, want to come to this, and people join in, and we all meet different people, and we definitely go for coffee afterwards. And Mount Ainsley, your home park run? Yeah, at the moment, though we, we tend to tourist a bit around Canberra. Mm-hmm. Is that the same with you, Beck? Uh, yes and no. I don't tourist as much because I don't have a car and Mount Ainsley is the closest, <laughs> closest park run to me that I can get to on foot. Um, but I started, my first park run was in 2016 at St Peter's in Sydney mm-hmm. and it took me five years to get to 50 park runs and the only reason that I got to 50 was that I met these lovely ladies and now it's the thing that keeps me coming back every week and I've been a consistent park runner since I started running with them. Oh, that's so, really good to hear. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have come today if it hadn't <laughs> been for the other people coming because it's 10 degrees and pouring. Yeah. So And yeah. Sky over there is part of our group. She's volunteering today. Ah, uh, good. I did talk to Sky at the start. Yes. It was lovely to speak to Sky. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for chatting to me. Enjoy the rest of your wet day. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your visit to Canberra. Okay, I found somebody else here. Would you like to tell your name to all the listeners? I'm Chris Ruse. Chris Ruse. Coincidence to bump into you yes. today here. So did you actually hear that I was going to be here? I did not. You did uh, not? No idea. Wow. Because no, no. I just said mm. on the, the, right at the end of last week that yeah, I'm, I might I'm a bit come behind. to Mount Ainsley. I'm a bit behind. Oh, um, so what brings you here to uh, uh, My son ACT? lives here and it's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, very good. How old will he be? 
Oh, you shouldn't ask me that. <laughs> He'll be 28. It's hard when they get big. It is. It is. Yeah. So yeah, it was I'm a wet. The math. It was a wet start this morning. It yeah. was very wet, very slippery. I've not done a park run, so slippery. But it was fun. It was. Slip and slide. Yes. Yeah. yeah and everybody you. stayed on their feet, I think. Which is surprising. Uh, I haven't been through such big puddles for a long time. No, no. <laughs> I've got to change the shoes for the drive home. <laughs> yes, I think I might be in trouble. So you're from Karkarook. Yes. So give the listeners a brief uh, little spiel of Karkarook Parkrun if they want to come visit. So Karkarook is uh, southeast Melbourne. It's a two-lap course around the lake. Beautiful lake. It's fairly flat. There's a little bit of an incline, but uh, mostly flat. Uh, yeah, incredibly friendly crew. Really great place to be. Yeah, sort of fills in a little gap out it there does. in the southeast, doesn't it? You don't have really any park runs close by. Chelsea, would Chelsea be Chelsea one of your closest? Probably my closest as the crow flies or Danny Nong. But uh, Karkarook's the place to be. Yeah. Fantastic. And yeah. you've got your family out here with you today? I do. They, they came out despite the weather and uh, they're still out there with the tailwalker in the rain. And the mud. <laughs> in the course, pre-course brief, they didn't mention about the hill. Yeah. I, I know it's in the name. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, as we were racing up, because we were running a bit late, we did have someone say, oh, yes, it's a bit steep. So that was the only heads up I had. <laughs> Nevertheless, it was fun. Well, thanks for coming up to say hi. No and it was nice to meet you today. Yeah, likewise. Well, thank you, Mel, and congratulations on becoming a capitalist. Thank you. That's some effort. A long-term plan finally Mm. seen to fruition. Yeah, it sounds like it was nice to enjoy that with Zoe. Good way to do the drive with, uh, I call it the support crew, but, yeah, you're supporting one another there. And uh, a bit of a front. Yes, unexpected front, accidental front, I think Mm. I referred to it as in my post. And, uh, yeah, although Zoe wasn't able to share the driving with me, it really was just nice to have company in the car. So it really did make the whole overnight trip a lot more enjoyable. Oh, yes. You put my adventures to shame, Mel. But, Not uh, at all, Ollie. It's all relative. <laughs> it is all relative. It certainly is. And, um, no, nice to hear some of the events of the morning. Stay tuned, everyone. We've got a few more roving reports a bit later on. But, Mel, I believe we've got some feedback from last week's episode, episode 286. Yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning, Ollie. Kareen Glades, who were the location of the photo we used for last week's pod, entitled 99 Apfelstein Blatter. Don't even know how you actually say it. But they shared our post. And I think we need to arrange a chat with their ED to learn more about their event. Yeah, I'm in full support of that. It was a gorgeous shot. I don't think I mentioned, but, uh, yeah, uh, I was looking at the autumn leaves around Camden and, and just along the edge of the course with a beautiful long finish straight and picked up a leaf and it's become a little memento. So thanks for the inspiration, Corinne Glades. And we should probably mention, Ollie, the title for last week's pod was a play on the 99 reference from Pippa White. Also, the beautiful autumn colours in the photo from Corinne Glades and 99 Apfelstein Blatter, if that's how you say it, translates in German to 99 orange leaves, which is a reference to the episode 
where Scotty sang 99 Loft Balloons. Balloons, And if you haven't listened, we highly recommend you go and search that out. He's got a talent. (laughs) And it's episode 99. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, uh, that'll help. We hope to see a lot of extra downloads of episode 99 after this, so we can all enjoy that. But thank you for clarifying that, Mel. I know there was some conjecture around our episode title there, a few a few different translations. Well, you know, we're only as good as Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, nice to celebrate the season as we, we lurch into winter now. Mm-hmm. Mm. What else is happening in in the news of the parkrun world, Mel? Well, we also heard this week from Adrian Hillier out at Pepper Tree Parkrun, and he let us know that he's updated the Western Wanderers Challenge to include Curtain Reserve and the Werribee Park Mansion. So if that's something that you're interested in in Victoria to become a member of the Western Wanderers Challenge, Mm -hmm. uh, we can probably share the details of that Hmm. Where are we going to share it, Ollie? Um, we can probably share the details of that uh, with the podcast post this week. That sounds like a good idea. And Adrian also wanted to let us know that the 5K app this week has had a new update. Now, this new update allows you to actually create your own challenges. Yes. And you can do that by picking one of several templates on the app. And I am just checking that out now, Mel, so I can see, yeah, specific names, names starting with or containing uh, event numbers and dates. So there's Mm. a few options in there. Finally, a solution that helps me come up with a way to actually tick off some challenges. <laughs> Create your own. Yeah. One's just going to be the Shell Harbour challenge. Um, <laughs> now, what's this about a fine? Well, after we recorded last week, Ollie, we did receive an email, a last-minute email from Johan with his roving report, but it was too late for us to include in last week's podcast. So we have included it this yep. week, but that's a fine for Johan. <laughs> I did do the conversion of an Aussie dollar to the South African rand, and yep. that's 11 rand. Ooh, that's a bit steep. It sounds like a lot. That's 11 rand for contributing to this podcast parkrun community. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like good value. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Thank you, Johan. We trust you've noted. Um, Mel? That sounds like a bit of a segue. Is it time to have a listen to this 11 Rand roving report and the rest of our roving reports? Good morning, goeiemorgen, doemelang, malweni, parkrun adventurers. Johan checking in from Heidedal in the free state of South Africa today. Uh, It's Heidedal's fifth anniversary. It's a bit wet, but that's not going to deter this bunch of people. I am going to be tailwalker today, and um, once I've done my duties as that, I will also try to speak to a few of our uh, participants. I'm here with Edwin Jackwire. Edwin was the founding uh, ED for Hedadal, and today is our fifth uh, anniversary. Edwin, well, how did it happen that Hedadal started five years ago? Uh, hello, Johan. Hello, everybody all, all over the place, all over the world. Uh, yes, parkrun started as a passion. I started running myself, and I wanted to take some community children out of my community to run, but which is plus minus 10 kilometers away from us. 
And eventually I've met somebody that said, but why don't you start some apartment in Hidadal uh, in our community? And that's how it all started. Uh, and uh, that's the long of the short story. <laughs> Thanks, Edwin. Uh, thank you very much for everything you do for Hidadal Parkrun. Hi, Parkrun Adventures. I'm speaking with Vuyum Kambani, who was our first finisher today. Uh, even though the conditions were very wet and slippery, Vuyum, what was your time today? My time today is 18.45. 18.45, that's excellent. So, why do you like coming to Hededal Park Run? It taught me a lot of things. It has hills and, uh, and it has, uh, what is this thing called, a uh, uh, grass. So, it gives me, it gives me uh, experience how to run in, in, a, in a grass. Yeah, trail running. Yeah, trail running, yes. Yeah, okay. And what do you like about Hededal, the people here? It's, I like them. <laughs> I like them a lot, and they are and they are nice people. They can check each other. They support each other. All right. Thanks for you. Yes. Good morning, Abby. How's it in Hadadal uh, today with our fifth anniversary? Oh, it's so nice. The weather played along, and the run was just perfect, and everybody's just happy and colorful, and we had a bra here, and everything was just good. Alright, what did you do today as a volunteer? As a volunteer, I was doing the tokens and I was doing the bright place. Ah, fantastic, that was awesome. Thank you very much, we had a nice hot dog and a roll. <laughs> Thank you! Hi, good morning, Cyril. What did you do today at Aydadal at our fifth anniversary? Uh, I was a timekeeper and I really like appreciated. And uh, the first birthday of Aydadal Park Run, it was nice and the weather it play a part um, how did you find the experience of doing timekeeping was it the first time that you timekeeped no i didn't it's, it's my fifth so my fifth and the fifth birthday fantastic thank you very much for your efforts thanks eh? Adventurers, I'm here with Rudolf Hofmann, today's run director at Heidedal's fifth anniversary. Rudolf, uh, the event, uh, we were a little bit scared that um, we may have to cancel because of all of the rain. We saw all of the events around in the region cancel. Uh, what uh, do you think that we managed to get ahead or go ahead? Today, the fortunate part is when we woke up today, the rain was gone. It was a little slippery and wet, but we were hoping that there would be more people, but actually everybody arrived uh, and we were about, what, 35, 35 people around here, but everything went well, no rain. And then the important thing is we came here for the fifth anniversary and everybody had a good time afterwards. We had some nice bourrevors rolls and some sausages and uh, some drinks, but everybody's in a very happy mood. Right. And uh, what do you think is going to happen to Hedadal in the next five years? Look, we hope that Hedadal will actually pick up. But the important thing is there's a core group of people who are always coming to run here. And um, what I also pick up is there's a group of young guys here. And uh, that is that is actually what's going to keep Hedadal. Although they are regulars, but the younger ones that will actually come through, they, they are the ones that will, put us, uh, that will pull us through. Thank you very much, Rudolf. And guys, uh, happy fifth anniversary. Yes, yeah, we enjoyed it. Well, the atmosphere is electric. The colors all, almost as electric. 
It was a very colorful and happy day here at Haydadal today for the fifth anniversary. Even though it was a bit wet and muddy and people's shoes needs uh, proper cleaning, I think everybody had great fun and we really wish Haydadal all the best for the next five years. Happy park running! Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Tracy Natutu, and I've taken my token to Tambourine Mountain Parkrun this morning. I found the area. It's not far out of uh, Tambourine Mountain itself. We've seen the flag, so it's quite exciting. And uh, oh, we're just close to start time, so I'm going to head off and see how we go. Okay, I'm out on Tambourine Mountain Parkrun course now. It's a beautiful day as opposed to my dreadful experience last week in the 25k winds. It's sun shining, birds are singing. It's a really lovely course out here. I'm walking along the grass at the moment, a little bit wet, and I found a first timer. Uh, this is Louise. Good morning, Louise. Good morning. How are you? Good, thanks. Now, you were saying it's your first time at Parkrun. Yes, I've um, heard of it. And, uh, you know, a lot of friends have done it, but I've never bitten the bullet and done it myself. Oh, wow. And um, you were just telling me that you refer people to Parkrun as part of your job. Is that right? Yeah, I work in cardiac rehab um, and teach people exercising after they've had a heart event, so a heart attack or some heart surgery. And when they finish the program, I encourage them to find somewhere um, local to do exercise ongoing. And um, park run is one of the things I've mentioned to them that they don't have to run. They can still do it as a, a light form of exercise and um, walk in the 5K course. Um, so, yeah, just encouraging people to exercise. And your first time here, do you think you'll come again? I could imagine so, definitely. I was just telling uh, Louise about a beautiful park run up north called Kiwana that she needs to check out. Anyway, I'll leave it up to her to explore. World's above opportunity out there. Anyway, we'll continue on. We're onto a trail now, so I need to watch my footing. Oh, creek crossing. Hold on. Okay, I finished Tambourine Mountain Park Run and I found Paul. Good morning, how are you, Paul? I'm good, thank you. And you're one of the RDs here? Yes. Hey, so how long has Tambourine Mountain been going? I think about five or six years. Okay, and are you a regular here? Every week. Every week, yeah. good for you. And uh, uh, you normally do a volunteer role or do you do a uh, get out uh, there and walk it or run it occasionally? Or? Uh, we walk, I generally walk it um, mm. occasionally, but we mow and yeah, mm. do all that sort of thing. To, yeah, but every week, getting the course ready. Yeah, brilliant. And why do you keep coming back to Parker and why do you like it so much? Oh, it's just the community, the mm. great community of people. You know, we've met a lot of people through it. And it's, it's helped us here on the mountain once we moved up onto the mountain. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. All right. Yeah, it seems like a very supportive team here this morning and I hear you're going for coffee afterwards. Would that be correct? That would be. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, oh, that sounds good. All right. I might look into that. Thanks for talking with me. No problem. Okay, this is Tracy from Tambourine checking out and heading off for a nice breakfast in town and then I might do a bit of shopping um, and then I might go find a winery. Really recommend Tambourine Mountain area. It's a lovely place to come visit. I'm spending the weekend up here. Fantastic area. Looks great. Very popular with a lot of Brisbane people looking to get away for the weekend. Anyway, have a good weekend, folks. Bye from me. See you on the visa. Bye. Good morning everyone, it's Cam here. This morning I am at Jaradale Heritage Park Run in the picturesque and historic town of Jaradale. And it is freezing bloody cold. 
and I think my thumb's going to fall off and I'm going to need at least two coffees after this. Let's have a chat. I'm here with today's run director, Carly. Carly, how's it going today? It's going really well, thank you. Oh, it's good to hear. So, good turnout? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got nice people out early in the morning. It's a bit fresh out here. Is that usually the case in winter? Or is it going to get colder? It will get colder. It's pretty cold down here. Like temperature drops a good 15 degrees when you come from Perth and drive down <laughs> well mine did today on my temperature gauge but yeah it gets really chilly and misty in, in the cold early mornings yeah I think by about 2k my thumbs are about to snap off oh dearie me so uh, have you been in, involved with Jaredale Park Run uh, from the beginning from the beginning yeah just coming along when we were sort of getting it set up my stepdad actually set it up so I was sort of helping along um, on the trail walks and giving him a cheer as he was getting his course set up and ready um, and ever since we've launched I've been coming along I actually work away so I come and volunteer about two weeks each month and give out like do my time as much as I can while I'm here oh that's great so, so how did you get involved with parkrun did you just get roped in um I've been sort of involved in the community for a while because I used to do a bit of cycling and running and like triathlon and things like that so I used to come along um, but Saturday mornings used to always be my cycling morning so I used to miss my park run days but I had a little running group and every now and then we'd come along and do our best and now I'm, it's more my thing so I'm here all the time when I can. Oh that's fantastic. Well it's been lovely coming here today Carly and I uh, hope to bump into you again someday soon. Cool, thank you for coming. We hope to see you again. Okay, I'm here with a whole bunch of people who've all completed Jaredale Heritage Park Run with me. How was everyone's run this morning? Fantastic. Great. No one got lost? No. No. Adequately marked? Yes. Yes. Pretty good. See someone get lost. Yeah. Two people got in the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm away. This way. <laughs> Oh, good work, team. So, uh, no one got terribly lost. Well marked. Nice soft surface to run on. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Better than Hayden's. Good spot if you like trees. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool scenery. Yeah. Cooling summer. Oh, yeah, mate. I hope it's nice and cool in summer. <laughs> all right, gang. Well, I hope you all had a great time, and we'll see you around. Thank you. Well, that's it from Jaredale. I'm off to find a hot coffee and dip my fingers in it. Bye. Another great bunch of roving reports, Ollie. I could really feel the joy at Heidedal. Yeah. So thanks for that, Johan. And uh, we also heard from Tracy coming to us from Tambourine Mountain with first-timer Louise, who recommends parkrun to her cardiac patients. Yes. I think there's been some fantastic uh, stories of patients and, and individuals going through different forms of treatment and it's great to see people recognising those health benefits and, you know, kind of opening that up to those that can really gain a lot from it. So, yeah, great work and, uh, yeah, welcome to Parkrun Louise. And Cam, who was feeling decidedly cold out at <laughs> Jaredale Heritage. The winter is here, Mel. And speaking to RD Carly out there as well. So thank you, everybody, for those roving reports. Yes, lovely to hear from you all. And Mel, it's also good to hear from our listeners that write in. I believe we've got some mail. You've got mail. Yes, Ollie, this week we heard from Ingrid and Ingrid said, 
Hi, adventurers. I wanted to share something I learned while discussing the acknowledgement of country a friend had done during their run brief. I'd mentioned that I thought they'd done a great welcome to country and they kindly explained the difference between an acknowledgement of country and a welcome to country. As a non-Indigenous person, when I do my run brief, I do an acknowledgement of country acknowledging the traditional owners. I can't do a welcome to country on behalf of the traditional owners because I'm not an Indigenous person from the local area. I appreciated having it explained to me as I really didn't know the difference and I hope it helps others. Kind regards, Ingrid. And we did appreciate the message, Ingrid, and I did realise that we got it wrong, well, I got it wrong last week uh, in the podcast. And I think maybe the confusion is with wanting First Nations people to feel welcomed by acknowledging their country. Uh, That's probably where I get a little bit confused, but it is a really good reminder to be more mindful of such things as they do refer to different situations. So thanks, Ingrid. We really appreciate the feedback. Yeah, it's it's another great opportunity to, um, to take something away and promote the discussion as well, Mel. I know that I have certainly uh, mixed uh, my terminology and um, I appreciate the reminder as well. But Ollie, we also had a message this week from Tyson. Yes. Yeah. So Tyson wrote to us and said, hi team, thanks for allowing me to follow your parkrun page. My family and I are from Canberra and we enjoy everything that goes along with parkrun. And Tyson did share also a photo with the family in the Yurunga selfie frame. And uh, I could be mistaken, Mel, but I've seen Tyson on some pretty spectacular adventures over the last few months. He does travel quite a bit. I think he was at Pambula Wetlands this week, Ollie. I believe that might have been the case. And uh, yes, yeah, getting in with the volunteering too, which is lovely. But what is also lovely, Ollie, is Daz's. Yes, And at Daz's this week, he said, Be brave, make change. National Reconciliation Week 2022. Here at Daz's, we acknowledge that reconciliation in Australia is unfinished business. The Reconciliation Week team ask everyone to make brave actions in their daily lives. Let's acknowledge that we all park around on land that always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Which country were you on at Parkrun this morning? Come on in and share your morning with us. And uh, someone who did share their morning with us, Mel, was Michael Gentle, who said, Hi, Dazza. After the shenanigans of the election Parkrun day, I'll order a plain flat white, please, and won't mention Outer Shell Harbour this week. Wouldn't want to stitch Mel up. I couldn't go to my beloved Shell Harbour Park Run again this week as it remains a bit too hilly for my current fitness. It was sad to see it cancelled this week after the course had been damaged. I adventured again to collect event number three at the not Shell Harbour Park Run at Southern Highlands Botanical Gardens on Gundungurra land, progressing my Fibonacci, Primes and Wilson Index endeavours. This is my second visit, so a PB was on offer as well. To top off an amazing morning, I bagged a stopwatch bingo number, only one to go, and a position bingo number two. The course here is gently undulating on a sealed pathway. I think that means flat, just incidentally. This isn't Michael's (laughs) words, but that's that's just my interpretation. Um, 
just perfect for an old hobbler like me. All going well, I will visit again next week to bring this event into my future P and X equations. And um, Mel, dare I mention the photo that Michael shared with the backwards flag and um, what appears to be one of the fines rules uh, printed on a sign that he and Patrick are somewhat proudly displaying, <laughs> which says the flag must not be backwards. They're a pair of little tricksters, those two, Paddy and Michael. Yes, yes. But um, see, that that's an example of someone who's clearly got their spreadsheet in order. Well done, huh. Michael. And we also heard from Steve Spike, who said, this morning I ran on the lands of the Turbul and Yagara people, and I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. As I was completing the park run, I noticed a number of adventurers had been paying their fines. Happy park run day, all. Hmm. Mm. That one's got me. <laughs> I've got no idea. Hmm. All right, moving on. Chris Roos, uh, location familiar to you, Mel? Um, adventured to Mount Ainsley Park Run today in Ngunnawal country. Got wet and muddy, met Melissa Ellis and completed stopwatch bingo. What a day. And um, Chris did share a bit of photo evidence of the very same thing. So, uh, yeah, nice work. I'm very jealous that he got stopwatch bingo. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd take that away from that. Yeah. <laughs> And we also heard from Barbara Luther. She had the most likes this week. It was a lovely morning at Stones Corner Park Run in Brisbane with family and friends sharing park run and breakfast. It was an extra special day for my husband, Roger, as he joined the cow club today. And we had a collage of photos of Roger with his 100 event shirt and the celebrations that followed. Yes. Congratulations, Roger. Now... Coming in from Tassie, Val Warwick in Devonport today. It was our seventh birthday, and so Steve and I donned our red shirts with black clothes and a yellow seven balloon, and of course, a festive red party rosette upon our parkrun caps. We walked parkrun together today with the seven swinging between us. We started in sunshine and ended in a small shower that skinned through. Our coffee was Definitely welcome afterwards. As far as we can ascertain, we are on Tomaginny country. And uh, Val did add, uh, Dazza, I will give you uh, a giggle while you sip on your latte. These old people decided to try a coordinated jump from a walking position for the photographer at Devonport today. P.S. I wasn't in anguish. I was just trying to get off the ground. Oh. And that was a good jump shot, I thought. Good effort. Yes. Thanks for joining us at Dazzers, Val and Steve. Love the outfits. Um, and I should have mentioned, yes, they did share a photo of them sporting their red rosettes and the big yellow seven. And coincidentally, in the colours, the uh, Aboriginal colours of the Aboriginal flag. That's right. Now, our tourist this week, Lee Cabarita who said Sally, Bianca and I did the surprisingly traily Cronulla Park Run in Guaygal country this morning. Beautiful course, lucky because it was a a. 7am start and hilly and an hour drive. Loved it. Loved the coffee at the Barefoot Cafe on the beach amongst the beautiful, friendly people with perfect little puppies. Love, love, loved it. And we had a morning shot photo from Lee. That is a nice park run. Now, Carol Pryle came into us uh, 
on Corner Land at the pretty Shiraz Trail Park Run, South Australia. We got given caramel slice. And um, Carol had a lovely photo in front of a nice uh, sunny vineyard. So, um, yeah, I, I do want to get to that one. Thank you for sharing, Carol. And with an achievement... And coming to us from Europe, we heard from Peter LaRue, my 50th different venue this morning at Poznan Park Run in Poland. Not much of a coffee culture here, so make mine a rhubarb lemonade and St. Martin's croissant, please, Dazza. And Peter shared a photo of the park runners gathered on the path in the woods. Congratulations, Mm. Peter. Yes. Well done on the 50. Half cow. Yep, and um, whilst I'm a little disappointed to, I mean, rhubarb lemonade, I guess there's not a huge recipe for that, Um, but at least uh, Peter did share a link with uh, a bit more information on the St. Martin's croissant as well, Mel, which uh, I read is a croissant filled with white poppy seed filling traditionally prepared in Poznan and some parts of Greater Poland. We're always learning here about cuisine. We are, especially baked goods. We're practically MasterChef. (laughs) And coming to us from the UK. Now, here's one that uh, I am going to share with Zali later on. Graham Wilkinson had an awesome road trip to run the Pastures Park Run on Saturday morning ran three laps of their B course and was treated to a view of the castle on each lap. Onwick Castle to some, Hogwarts to others. Latte and donut as usual afterwards. RD this morning at Sterling Juniors. The parkrun fun continues. And uh, thank you, Graham, for sharing the photo of a certain castle on the hill. My mind's racing to think if we should have something more Harry Potter themed for brunch. Mm. What's Harry Potter brunch? I don't know. I'll ask Sally. She'll know. Yeah. Yep. 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 (laughs) Also coming to us from Cornerland is Anne Fry. I don't know that we've heard from Anne before. So welcome to Daz's Anne. And she said, Cornerland at Pacapacanthi and shared a photo out on course with her bark runner. Well done, team. And Mel, back in Europe uh, with another bit of an achievement, Hendo Stew completed my 13th parkrun country, visiting Schurterbus Parkrun in the Netherlands for my friend Robin's birthday. And uh, thank you, Hendo Stew, for sharing the photo uh, of the gang posing with the um, – I'm going to mess this pronunciation up, <laughs> so find me now. <laughs> Let up Renner's sign, which I thought meant let's go. But uh, I would appreciate some guidance if anyone could give me the interpret. Uh, sorry, the uh, the translation on that. Maybe Stu can. Yeah. <laughs> and Ollie, we also heard from Janet, so let's listen to Janet now. Well, hello, Dazza. I'm very late this week, so it will be a check-in rather than an order, as I'm sure the kitchen is closed by now. Well, I hope you're sitting down because I left the mothership and headed off an adventure. Along with 11 others, we adventured to Broken Hill Racecourse Park Run, Willyakali Country, and ticking off yet another state. Red dirt as far as the eye can see, but just so beautiful. What a wonderful team of volleys. We were on the alternate course because the ag fair was on. Who knew that you could get your mammogram done at an ag fair? But I digress. The course is red dirt, pretty uneven in parts, but was superbly marked, which really benefited us as tail walkers. 
The surgeon told me I can walk for 15 minutes, but he didn't say how many times a day. So I did a very slow walk. My first park run in seven weeks, crossing the line 64 minutes later. The knee feels very good, so maybe I can avoid surgery for now. I also recruited four new members to the Adventure Club. No one less than Gordon and Julie Turner. Wishing all my fellow adventurers a wonderful lead up to the next Parkrun Day when I will be back aboard the mothership Lockheel. Until then, over and out. Thank you, Janet. Perhaps we should outsource all of the dozers. Well, I would be happy to because that would save me being fined from mispronunciations. <laughs> so if you want to submit your dozers via audio, please just send us an audio file to our messenger or our email. That would work lovely. Clarification, please, Mel. Did you say find for mispronunciations or find by mispronunciation, as in um, mispronunciation? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All right. But I believe, Mel, we need to award an Obi. Yes. And... I think there's an envelope somewhere on my desk. I think I saw it. Let me have a look. You usually have it, Ollie, so I was very surprised to see it on my desk. I think there were too many post-its on my desk this week. It would have gotten lost. Here it is, Ollie. Uh, So this week's Obi goes to... It's Peter LaRue! Congratulations, Peter. I'm definitely going to chase up some rhubarb lemonade after that. Rhubarb lemonade all around. That's right. That's the celebratory drink. We can toast him. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for joining us at Dazza's. Thank you to everyone who did provide some acknowledgement and share the um, the Aboriginal country uh, and, and indeed uh, some of the other country across the seas that you were park running on. We appreciate everyone being a part of Dazza's this week and celebrating that. And we should also thank Sam for all her work in preparing pronunciation guidelines for us for all the uh, Aboriginal countries that we needed to pronounce. Yes. Hopefully we're moving in the right direction with our pronunciation. I'm sure I can still butcher anything when it comes to trying to pronounce something. So thank you, Sam. But the more we hear them, the more we learn how to say them and that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's right. We're helping to share the Aboriginal language. Yes. Well, Mel, that was a lot of fun. It was nice to um, to take in some park runs further afield once again. I suppose it's time also to catch up with the latest from our informant. between Sydney and Melbourne. So this week, they're mobile unofficial stats. They're only current at the time beige trousers collected them and as accurate as his dodgy code was able to produce a spreadsheet. There were 445 runs held down under, which is up eight on last week. 408 of these were in Australia and 37 in New Zealand. There were 1,744 worldwide 
which is up 34. Aussie New Zealand attendance was up 7,080 to 36,903. Worldwide attendance was down 2,000-ish to 205k-ish. There were three launches, all in the UK. I've got to interrupt these stats. Who has tried caramel cakey pokey? So good! This is meant to get back to the office to share, but... I checked the forecast and it's not looking great. So lush! Down under, we had 4,773 PEs. While 1,641 people participated for the first time. 77 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone. 148 people reached their 50 milestone. 131 reached their 100 milestone. 19 people reached their 250 milestone. And Jim Collard became just the second Australian park runner to claim the 500th milestone. 26 people called bingo. Karen Johnson was quickest on 170 runs, while Kei Chang was slowest on 404 runs. There were four new states purple, or should I say Territorian, since they were all from the ACT. Neil Scott, Tanya Pollard, Tim Hutchinson, and the boss, Melissa Ellis. Ah, I wonder what caramel milk would be like in hot chocolate. Maybe I can knock this report off and give it a crack. 63 people lifted their Wilson Index this week. This week's biggest mover is Jackie O'Brien, who moves up 16 to 45. In the Adventurer Challenges, once again we had no peels this week. Roger Luther was the one cow clubber, but there were another 12 half cows. Now, if you want to see these stats in full, first get your caramilk and then find them at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. .me or look for the caramel on Facebook. This has been the caramel, and my caramel is caramelkier than yours. And all the stats from our informant again this week. And Ollie, I appeared on the informant's report. Yay! <laughs> well done, Mel. But Mel, it's probably time we catch up with the latest from the Consolidated Club report. Uh, what's what's been happening in that side of things? This week, the Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday the 28th of May 2022, we had a total of 205 members, of which 164 took part at 107 different locations, comprising of 16 events at the UK, which were Wimbledon Common, Harrow, Lloyd Croydon, Vogri, Marple, Victoria Glasgow, Hove Promenade, Sirencester, Bedworth, East Brighton, The Pastures, Queens Glasgow, Urchester Country, Great Yarmouth North Beach, Peel, and the Cinder Track Whitby. In the USA, we had two events, Roosevelt Island DC and Joe Creason. In South Africa, we had one event, Toboshane Valley Estate. In Poland, we had one event at Poznan, and in the Netherlands, we had one event at, say it again, Ollie. I'm still going with my guesswork, Schotterbos. <laughs> Locally, we had adventurers at 28 events in Victoria, 24 events in New South Wales, 15 events in Queensland, seven events in WA, three events in South Australia, 
three events in Tasmania, one event in the ACT, that was me. (laughs) No events in Northern Territory, four events in the North Island of New Zealand and one event on the South Island. So that wraps up that, Ollie. Yeah. Just missing Northern Territory for the complete set this week. Yes, so close. But uh, well done, everyone. Those numbers are absolutely screaming to the target, Mel. We're going to get a lot of weeks off. <laughs> well, just quietly, although as of the Consolidated Club report, we had 205 members. I had a sneak peek tonight, Ollie. We have hit our target of 210 members in the Adventurers Club that we set for ourselves. I think we set it for the year. Oh, wow. Well done. Um, all right. Well, everyone, we'll see you next year. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, 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 but the problem is we are still not appearing in the Australian Largest Clubs list. And why is that, Mel? Well, I think think it could be because we made ourselves an international club. This was so that our friends in all the different countries could join us Mm. as international Mm. adventurers. But it's in Australia's largest club list. So I think that means that we would only appear on the world largest club list. Yeah, that's quite possibly the case. But that's okay because it's far nicer to have all of our international parkrun adventurer family part of our club. Absolutely. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you want to know how many we need to get onto that list. (laughs) (laughs) I just think heaps and miles. Mm. Mm. But... uh, We did have a couple of fronds popping up there, Mel. Yes, our largest frond was actually our travelling South Australian friends who went to Broken Hill Racecourse. That was Kate Corner, Gordon and Julie Turner, Janet Reid and Alicia Hopper. Yeah, great to see some familiar names pop up from uh, my neck of the woods too, Mel. In fact, um, I mean, they didn't get a mention in Dazza's, but uh, a couple of our beloved Shell Harbour locals also popped up at the beaches I saw. So, uh, yeah, a bunch of travellers too. Anyway, lots more mentions this week, lots more finds. So you're wearing all those, (laughs) Ollie. That's on you. (laughs) Yes, yep. And I think there was a couple more adventurers at Broken Hill Racecourse that aren't appearing in Dazzle. So hint, hint, hint. Well, we've got to have something to aim for, but it feels very satisfying to have reached our first goal. Uh, We'll adjust. That's the beauty of having goals. You can always change them. But on the subject of goals, Mel, what's yours for next week? Um, Watch this space. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to refer to the spinning wheel again, I think, this week, Ollie. So the alphabet wheel will get a little spin from me later on. What about Mm. you? Have you got plans are you back at home? Yeah, as much as I'd like to, I'm not headed back to Tasmania or any other uh, yeah, interstate park run. Um, I will be a little more local, uh, enjoying, as per the plans for last week, which were dashed, the opportunity to run direct back at Shell Harbour as our anniversary, our birthday approaches, uh, just enjoying a bit of the fun there. And what will be even more fun, Mel, is it is the one and only M. Scholarly's birthday. So we look forward to celebrating and saying happy birthday, M. Happy birthday, M. Yeah, so here's the sunny skies and sunny hills too. Brilliant. Well, I hope Shell Harbour. Thank you, Mel. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope your event goes ahead this week, Ollie. Yes, as do I. And I look forward to seeing where the wheel takes you, Mel. But it has nonetheless been an absolute pleasure once again. <laughs> it has. Thank you, Ollie. And it's time for us to say, as always, you can contact us via Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. My name is Charlotte and I'm at Junior Park Run and Barry. I came seventh with the time, I think, 12 minutes and 18 seconds. I love Junior Park Run. I have lots of fun. Bye, everybody. It's a J. Hang on, wait. How far away is that?